You're listening to Small Business Made Simple, a podcast for small business owners and entrepreneurs. Most of our interviews aren't with professional speakers and authors. The bulk of our interviews are with hardworking business owners that are out in the community building their businesses, leading their teams, and leaving a legacy. And they want to share what they've learned with you. My name is Sam Moss. I'm the owner of One Click Agency, a website design company for small businesses, and I'm also one of the co-hosts of this show. Our goal today is to help you stand out to your customers, beat your competition, and grow your business. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. Uh, with me today, I have Dr. Eric Reese. Um, Eric is a peak performance leadership uh, consultant, and he's also the CEO and founder of Shift um, in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, Dr. Eric, it's, it's great to have you here, man. Yeah. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm excited to, to do this. So um, why don't you start off before we talk about mindset um, and having a better mindset and improving it. Um, share with us what you do at Shift. Well, Shift really came out of me spending a lot of time with patients. Um, and I had so many individuals who were in my office just dealing with chronic health conditions because of the requirements that they had at their work. And so I started to ask the question, like, why are these people who should be on top of the world making all this great money? Like, why are they struggling? And, and it really came down to poor habits. It came down to poor mindsets. And then more importantly, too, it came down to the fact that, uh, you know, their work was literally taking away their ability to maintain their health. And so at Shift, we are a consulting company that's really focused on prioritizing the business of health to help improve the health of business. So what does that really mean? Well, there's no reason why we can't have people go to work, be healthy, do their job and go home and still have energy to take care of their kids and do the things they want to do. And so Shift was created out of necessity of understanding that uh, people have brains, people have bodies and people want to do business. There's no reason we can't maximize all three of those categories to help people essentially have their cake and eat it too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's super, super important, um, especially in business, whether you're a CEO or, you know, an entrepreneur of your own um, to someone who's on a team. It doesn't matter. It's, it's really, really, really. Good. So um, to, to, not, to get us started here, we're going to be talking about mindset today. Um, and you have three ways that we can improve it and get better um, as entrepreneurs. Um, so let's walk through this. So the first one you have here is understand that perceptions, they shape your reality. Um, and it's not the other way around. Uh, why is that? It's a great question. Um, Donald Hoffman is a, he's like a, he's somebody I really want to meet one day because he's such a cool guy. And so he's a cognitive neuroscientist at UC Irvine in California. And he spent the last 20, 30 years looking into uh, reality and how our perceptions of the world are they true? Are they genuine? And if they are, then what do they mean? And so he wrote a book um, that, that really has shattered a lot of the norms that we think. So we look out of the world and we see the coffee mug in front of us and we want to go grab it. And, you know, you physically feel something and you want to bring it to your mouth and, and drink that magical elixir we all chase after in the morning. And so um, what he's done and his, his research really fully encompasses a lot of things with, uh, you know, string theory, quantum mechanics, neuropsychology, and it's, it kind of describes how what we see with our senses and what we feel with our senses uh, isn't really a lot of what our real world or objective world is. And so there's a lot of room for interpretation. What you see isn't actually what is truly there. 
um, when you pick up that coffee mug, uh, you know, there's far more space between the atoms and molecules in that coffee mug than there is actually something being solid. But what happens is our, our minds and our perceptions have essentially created almost like a laptop desktop for us. So when you go into your email and you click on that little mail icon and it pops up, you know, a browser and you're going to type stuff, you don't see all the code that goes into sending that message from point A to point B. You don't see all the transmission. You don't see all that information. It's the same thing of what our senses and our brain does for our environment. There's a lot of things that come through. We don't see the x-rays. We don't see the infrared rays that are coming into our bodies and going through. We don't see the radio waves that go and connect between you know, different poles to allow us to have cell phone coverage. So there's a lot of information that we're missing. And, and the way that this comes into uh, talking about mindset is that what you physically see isn't always what is there. Just because you may not have money in your bank account doesn't mean that it's not coming. And there are so many things that humans can create and manifest with our perceptions and our reality, but it comes at an expense of you have to work for it, right? You can't just wish and manifest things to come to you without putting in the energy or the effort to have that happen. And our mindset is a really important factor with that because what you see, you end up believing. And, and Dr. Joe Dispenza is a neuroscientist who talks a lot about manifestation and, and what, our, what our reality can, can truly become. They paired together with Bruce Lipton, who was a researcher on stem cells. And Bruce Lipton did a lot of studies on looking at these identical stem cells. And what he would do is he would just slightly change the environment that they were placed in. And every cell would turn out different. And it's the same thing about, about us and our reality and our perceptions. Once you start changing the inputs and the outputs to the brain and how you start thinking and how you start perceiving your world, things start manifesting and, and quote unquote attracting to you in a different way. And that's why your mindset's so big is because we're all kind of dealt a deck of cards, whether that's your family, your friends, people you grew up with, and they kind of change and model your perspectives and your expectations based off of that. We don't know what we don't know, but when you start looking into false beliefs, things along those lines, it can really expose a vastly different world for you. And it can open up so many doors of opportunities. And in business, it's all about making those connections, changing the way you think. And for me, you know, breaking it down even more, it's really just changing the brain to change your reality. Mm -hmm. What are some examples that you've been able to use in everyday life to help uh, use those perceptions to actually shape reality? Um, are there some exercises that you've, you know, maybe we sit down in the morning and really think a certain way or throughout the day, are there certain things we should be doing? Yes. I am a huge fan of number one, of breathing and meditation. Um, there's, you know, over the past 10, 15, 20 years, there's been a lot of people jumping on board with meditation and mindfulness, but it's been around for a very long time. And some of the research into meditation really focuses on specific areas of the brain that are involved with social connection, with being able to change, you know, our motivations and our reality. And it's powerful because you're literally changing circuits in the brain. The neurons that fight together, wire together, you strengthen perceptions, you strengthen abilities to, um, you know, create habits and take action. So meditation can be so powerful, whether that's guided meditation through different apps, whether that's mindful meditation through you, you know, thinking about things you want in the future, money, fame, family, whatever it is for you. Um, and uh, it's really powerful because once again, you're, you're really changing circuits in the brain. So meditation, number one for me, is something I do every day. First 10 minutes of my day when I wake up, I start breathing, deep belly breathing, which is really important for just increasing oxygen to the brain. And I pair it together with mindfulness meditation. I use some apps for like different wavelengths and frequencies for the brain. 
Um, I would say the other uh, top thing that I do too is I just I journal a lot. Um, I you know I'll write down my words, struggles, frustrations, where I want to be, thoughts about you know my life. And uh, Matt McConaughey came out with a new book where he just pretty much took all of his writings for like the 27 years that he's written and put it into I think it's called the Green Light or some something along those lines. Uh, where he just talks about life and how every life, even for him, this amazing, famous, good-looking movie star has had his fair share of ups and downs and struggles and things like that. And so no matter how great you think people have it, uh, there's always going to be uh, uncomfortable moments. And so we grow in moments of, uh, of a lack of comfort. We have to get uncomfortable to become uh, in those stages. And then we expand our comfort zone, right? So I think journaling is a powerful way, not only to get thoughts out of our minds, but to also write down intentions and manifestations. And um, around New Year's, you know, they, everyone has these New Year's resolutions and yearly goals that they all write. And I think within, you know, four to six weeks, uh, you know, a majority of them have already broken their New Year's resolution. Uh, USA Today yeah. did a really interesting study with that. And they said that um, out of people who make New Year's resolutions, about 4% of them will actually keep them. But uh, those who actually write down their New Year's resolutions, actually 44% of those who write down their New Year's resolutions will actually complete them and actually go about and, and follow through with them. So writing down is really powerful. Uh, we know neurologically it can engage specific areas of the brain. And there's conversations about whether, you know, kids being on laptops and typing versus actually writing will change the way that they behave and they uh, develop their, their brains uh, from, from a long-term trajectory standpoint as well, too. So um, those are really two powerful things. Um, I would say the third thing that I definitely make time for every day is, uh, is reading. I'm, I'm always challenging my mind with new thoughts and, and I read things that I completely agree with and I read things that I completely don't agree with because I think it's important for us to see both sides of the coin and to have conversation of constantly seeking the truth. There's a, there's a quote, um, constantly search for those who seek the truth, but beware of those who found it. And I, and I love the quote because I think it's really powerful to help us understand that we won't always know everything and that's okay. That will never stop me from trying. I'll always be pursuing uh, the endless you know, game of knowledge. But for somebody to just draw a line on the sand and say they have everything figured out, uh, they're going to miss out on a lot. Things change. And Peter Atia is an MD who has an awesome podcast called The Drive where he talks about performance and health and um, my, my favorite quote of all time is his, and he goes, every fact has a half-life. And what that essentially means is that things we know today could be completely disproven or untrue tomorrow. There are practices in medicine that were around 10, 15 years ago that are no longer standards for care. And you would be practicing malpractice if you were still doing those same techniques. So um, I think the three best ways for people to continue to challenge and change their perceptions and their mindset is number one, meditation together with mindfulness and, and doing breathing exercise, you're changing your physiology and your brain with that. Uh, number two is writing down goals, you know, personal fears, you know, these sort of things that we all kind of ruminate on over, over uh, time. And then number three is challenge your mind by reading, read things that you like, read things that you don't like, read things that are going to put you in a better spot, personally, professionally, financially, uh, with your relationships, and just challenge what you think you know, because there's so much information out there. The beauty of living in 2020 is that uh, there's so much information. Now, it may not all be accurate, but I think it's important for us to cultivate that, that mindset of being able to really push ourselves and expand what we know and what we don't know. 
Here at OneClick, we know that at the end of the day, you just want to be a successful business owner. And in order to do that, you need a website that looks amazing and gets results. The problem is you don't know where to start when it comes to building a website, which makes you feel overwhelmed every time you try to begin the process on your own. We believe you should never feel overwhelmed about building a website. We understand what it feels like not knowing where to start, which is why we can handle the work for you. Here's how it works. Step one, visit oneclickagency.com to get a quote. Step two, let us build you a professional website. And step three, your business will stand out online without you lifting a finger. Visit oneclickagency.com today so you can stop feeling overwhelmed about your website and instead get a professional to build one that stands out from your competition and gets you results. So once we've understood that perceptions, they shape our reality, um, we, need, we need to learn that, you know, focusing on our thoughts and the words that we use, they actually change the perceived outcomes uh, on an event. And that's your second point there. Um, can you explain that for us? Yeah. Let's take a look at, let's kind of just give an example to, to kind of reiterate that. I think if you and I were, um, it's kind of, the, it's kind of the same old philosophy of like, is a glass half empty or half full, right? Mm-hmm. You can take a look at something and quote unquote, it's objective. There's a, there's a set amount of glass or water in a glass. And you can look at that and be like, well, that, that glass is half empty. And I can mm-hmm. say, well, I think that glass is half full. Well, who's right? Who's wrong? It's, it's always going to be relative, right? Uh, the same is true with life. Um, you can take a look uh, at yourself and, and wish you had more money. You can wish you had better friends. You can wish you were in a better relationship. Or you can take a look at your life and say, well, I, I, I'm glad I live in the United States where I don't have to fight every day to have clean water or uh, you know, go, go walk miles to go get food, things along those lines. Your perceptions are really important. And a lot of the research, and when you look into string theory, which is still kind of eerie and wooey, but it's, it's really the way that we're moving for physics, it's disrupted everything that we know about traditional physics, is understanding the fact that what you start seeing is what you start believing. And what you start believing is what you start seeing. You start seeing more and more things um, in your reality based off of your thoughts and beliefs that you have. And I wrote an article on my LinkedIn profile talking about uh, this effect. So when I was in middle school, I loved uh, Ford Mustangs. I wanted a 1994 yellow Ford Mustang GT convertible top. And it was the coolest car. My uncle had one in his garage. I was like, this is, this is it. Like, this is awesome. Uh, the moment I started seeing that car, I was like, this is a unique car. No one else drives this. And, and growing up in the Midwest, there just, there wasn't a lot of people who I thought would have that. I started seeing the car everywhere. And it wasn't just in the same color. It was just a model. Everybody was driving. I was like, how is this possible? One day I'm exposed to this car. I think it's, you know, a one of a kind. And all of a sudden, so many other people have it. Well, what happened was my beliefs and my perceptions changed. Now that that was on my radar, I started mm-hmm. noticing the car all over the place. Well, it's the same thing for us with money. You know, if you feel like there's an abundance of money in the world, you're going to start feeling and seeing that there's a lot of money out there. If you consistently tell yourself, I'm broke, I'm broke, I'm broke, that neural wiring of your brain yeah. and subconscious brain will bring you to be like, I'm always broke. Even yeah. when you land on $100,000, you're going to do something, some sort of self-sabotaging habit <laughs> to take advantage of you yeah. and you're going to end up spending it. And that's why a lot of people who play the lottery, unfortunately, end up bankrupt within mm-hmm. a set amount of time is because they have a broke mindset. Even yeah. when they come into a massive amount of wealth, they end up losing it because they didn't change their mindset or the habits that got them there in the first place. Mm-hmm. And so those perceptions can be a really big deal for people. 
it's just really uncomfortable calling yourself out to try and change them. And that's where a lot of people get stuck. Um, and that's why coaching and consulting and all of that is so important is to get people out of those old mindsets to continuously get them to change and to be the person that we all know that we could be. Man, that's so, so important. Um, so number three, your final point you have here, and this kind of goes along the lines of number one is mindset is a daily habit. Just like taking a shower, brushing your teeth, eating breakfast. It's something that needs to be done on a daily basis. Why is that so important and critical? It's, it's so important because we're humans and mm -hmm. it's so easy to forget that our, you know, the, the, the best part about being a human is you can control and change who you are, what you do and take actions. Um, our brain is plastic, this neuroplasticity model, which essentially means that, you know, your brain can change until the day you die. You can learn a new skill or a new task, or you can learn a language until you get called upstairs, right? So taking that and implementing that into building habits, you can build habits that can serve your life in a, in a very, very grand capacity. Uh, you have to continuously work on yourself day in and day out. You're not a car, right? You're not just built and you're stuck that way. And depending on how much you get driven, you start breaking down slowly. Your brain and body are always changing and you have to think of it as almost like building a muscle, right? Mm -hmm. if, you, if you, you know, had a strain or a, a tear of your biceps, you wouldn't go train other muscles to try and get the biceps to be stronger. Although some people could argue that and I'm not gonna get into any of that stuff. But what I'm saying is you train the bicep, you strength train the bicep, you try and get that muscle to be stronger. It's the same thing for different networks in your brain. If you want to become more motivated, you just, you have to work on it day in and day out. And those neural networks will become stronger and more efficient. And it'll be easier for you to do. It's the same analogy of you uh, going from being sedentary to starting to work out in the gym, right? The first week sucks. It's more mental mm -hmm. than it is physical for the most part. You get in, you get your butt kicked. You're like, wow, like I didn't know, you know, a 10 minute Zumba class could be that heavy. And then a couple of weeks in, you're like, okay, well, maybe I'm going to do a 20 minute Zoom class. Or I'm going to do 30 or maybe I'm going to go do a cardio workout or I'm going to go lift weights. And all of a sudden things become easier and easier. Well, mm -hmm. you know, your brain changes so much over that time. Your body adapts to it too. The beautiful part of all of that is it's consistency. Consistency, anybody who, who's been successful in life will tell you it's been consistency day in and day out. And, and I think the biggest factor with that is you have to fall in love with the process, not the end result. There are so many people who have talked about how, you know, they finally come to that large sum of money, or they finally sold their company, or they finally met that person that they were waiting for. And it was great in the moment. And then it just quickly weaned off and they're back to the same person that they were before. Tom Billy talks about that when he sold his company and, you know, he had, I don't know how much millions of dollars he got for it. But he looked at the money and he's like, this is great. And then minutes later, he's like, I still feel the same way. I'm still mm -hmm. the same person. I still have the same insecurities. I still worry about the same stupid stuff that I worried about before I was a millionaire. And so, <laughs> you know, having money will allow you to take some risks and, and be able to be a little bit more comfortable. But at the end of the day, it's about fulfillment. And you just have to work day in and day out. There's no replacement for that. And if there was, I think we would have already figured it out. Um, humans are smart. People are smart. But there's no shortcuts to success outside of you putting in the work and knowing that you need to play the long-term game, just like with financial investing and looking in the, you know, the Buffett rules, right? You just, you have to play the long-term game. Mm -hmm. And people who get caught are the ones who try and cheat the system. There's no true way to cheat the system outside of hard work, taking action 
and doing it day in and day out. That consistency will always be key. Yeah. I mean, you hit the nail on the head with that. Uh, Dr. Eric, can you, well, for one, thank you for, for joining me. I think this has been incredible. It's always a fresh reminder for anyone. I mean, when it comes to mindset that it's really important um, and critical that we're developing it. And um, can you just close us out by sharing where we can find out more about uh, your, yourself and, and even shift? Yeah, I am all over LinkedIn. So you can just look me up, uh, Dr. Eric Reese. Um, you should be able to find me in there. And then my website is shifttograat.com. Uh, I've got a bunch of blog posts on there and uh, you can just Google me too, I guess. You, I mean, you'll either pull me up, you'll pull my clinic name up, you can find me in some way, shape or form. And, I, and Sam, I know that you, you would be a great contact as well too. So uh, find me on the internet. If there are any imposters out there, report them immediately. And um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure you won't have any issues trying to hook me up. So that should be good, easy for you guys to find me. Well, Dr. Eric, thanks again so much. And uh, this has been great, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Small Business Made Simple. If you learned something insightful, actionable, or useful that you're excited to implement in your business, please leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast. Not only are you helping other future listeners find the show, you're giving them an opportunity to learn something valuable they can implement as well. Thanks as always for listening to the Small Business Made Simple podcast, where we believe in providing you with the tools you need to stand out to your customers, beat your competition, and grow your business.